Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Adrian Ross Show. I, of course, am Adrian Ross, and I'm thankful that you have tuned in. And I want to start as I've been starting, and that is with a huge thank you to those who have left a review for me on Apple Podcasts or Audible or anywhere a review may be left. It means so much. So let's get to the review I'm highlighting today. This review comes from Christy, and Christy writes, I look forward to each episode. And she goes on to say, every episode is so different, and you really never know what you're going to get when you tune in. I like that. I guess her show is, quote, like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Hashtag said in my best forest. From politics to optics, Adrian touches on it all. Well, thank you so much, Christy. I really appreciate it. And I like that she likes that we go from A to Z. Like I said, from A to Z, Adrian is on it. And I like that she's not trying to put me in a box because we're not box people here. So I'm going to ask you to do as Christy did and to leave a review. Again, I get people who will send me a message or say to me, I love your podcast. I just want to get those people to actually put it in writing. If you really love this podcast, please take a moment and leave a review. Thank you so much in advance for doing that. And having said that, let's jump into today's topic. This is perhaps a topic you've not thought much about. Or maybe it's a topic that you've thought about, but you haven't done anything about. Or maybe it's a topic that you are conscious of and you are doing something about what you're conscious of, right? We're going to talk today about the mouth. Now, I didn't talked about the eyes before. Did you, did you see my episode or listen to my episode on lessons from my lazy eye? I have a lazy, actually I have strabismus and we talked about that. If you haven't, if you haven't heard that, please do. Notice that I said watched or listened to because this is now the second episode that's, that's live on video. Maybe you've been listening on one of the major podcast platforms. That's great. But now we're also on video. So you might be watching me, but in any case, this one is about the mouth and the power of the mouth which again, a lot of people don't think about. And I'm going to challenge all of us today to think about the way we speak. Because whether you realize it or not, the words you speak have immense power. And we have to be conscious of it because with every word we speak, we are building something. We're laying bricks when we speak. We're laying bricks with the words we say. It's not just something that someone says, oh yeah, be careful what you say, be careful what you ask for. There is power in that. The Bible talks about, about life and death. That's huge, life and death in the power of the tongue. What does that mean? That means you can speak life or you can speak death. What are you speaking? It's like planting seeds. You plant seeds. That's another way of looking at it. You're going to get a harvest. And let me tell you, you always reap 
more than you sown. So you may have one or two words that just kind of seem out there, but you've got this huge harvest and that can be good and that can be bad. And we want to produce good fruit. And some of us need to pray, as I heard someone say years ago, some of us need to pray for crop failure because we have sown some seed that has produced some things in our lives and in the lives of our family that we don't want. Okay. So again, it's like laying bricks and you're building something with the words that you say. The Bible's not joking. The Bible is, is the truth. What you say actually matters. It really does. And I'll, I'll share, I'll share this with you. I have heard stories of people who said, you know what? I had this family member who always said, you know what? I'm never going to live. I'm not going to live past 60 years old. I know I'm not going to live past 60 years old. And this, I, I've heard this more than once where someone has said that they would repeatedly hear loved ones say that I'm never going to live past this age or this age and this age. And do you know that that thing, that thing happened, that thing came to pass for some, some right on the day of. Why, right on the day. Why? Because they were build, They were laying down a foundation and then building with the words that they were speaking. And that power manifested. It's so true. It's not some mystical whatever. It's that we have, you know, we were created in the image of God. Think about it like this. We were created in the image of God, right? And God said, let there be. In the beginning, let there be. And what does it say next? And there was. Let there be light. And there was, right? We were created in the image of God. And so we've got that same, that same power in what we speak to produce what we speak. And we are producing what we speak. We are that powerful. We really are. And so what's going to happen is that you're going to speak something and then you're going to, it's going to come to pass. I, I can tell you the story. You know, some of you know some of my story with my aunt Alma, hashtag on Alma. I'm not going to get into all that, but you know, I have the, I have the two books about Alma. She's, she's a trip. People love her. People on social media would, would love when I would post things that she would say because she's so, she is still so incredibly funny, right? So I wrote, you know, people were interested. I, I wrote, I wrote the book and wrote the books and all that. But one thing, you know, my aunt right now, she's in an assisted living facility and we saw some things changing in her in the last couple of years. And, um, you know, so it's, it's been a bit, bit tough, you know, as some things have transpired in her life. But one of the things that I found was that my, my aunt would always speak. She would always speak about fear. She would often, I don't, I don't want to say always, but she would often speak fearful things. And she would quote her sister, my Aunt Mary, who also helped raise me. My Aunt Mary, she says, you, you know, and that's her sister. And my, they're, they're my dad's sisters. Um, and she would say, well, you know, Mary always said, Alma's scared of everything. And she would think it was funny. And she would constantly, constantly confess that. Alma's scared of everything. Alma's scared of everything. And I would always say, Auntie, don't say that. Don't speak that over your life. And she would think it's funny. And so she would laugh about it and continue to say it. And I said, Alma, you know, be careful. You're, if you're not careful, you're going to get exactly what you speak. And it's like the Bible said, the thing they feared came upon them. 
And so she would say that. And then the next thing you know, within the last few years, we're dealing with some of these issues of fear and what some people have called, para, you know, had called paranoia and all that and other stuff. You know, thank God there's been a, a huge improvement. But the words, it was like all of us, there was this great, huge spirit of fear that all of a sudden she was dealing with and paranoia and, you know, um, just just all kinds of, of wild things that some of you may have experienced with loved ones as, as they have aged and uh, and have been diagnosed with certain things, which I always say it's their diagnosis. I'm not speaking that and claiming that for, for her life. However, I kept saying, don't say it, don't say it. And she thought it was funny. And I said, it's not funny. And then boom, all of a sudden she's dealing with these things, this constant, you know, state of fear. Um, so I've experienced that as well, watching that, as well as hearing other people talk about it in uh, in their loved ones. Oh, I'm never going to live past this. I'm never going to live past that. And then they speak that. Whereas you could you could be a person who says, you know what, I'm going to speak what is wholesome. I'm going to speak what is full of faith. I'm going to speak what God says over my life. And then watch that thing. Watch that building become erected. Watch that, but you erect that building, I should say, because you're building, you're laying bricks with the words that you speak. So I'm going to encourage you. This is just about encouraging you to be mindful of what you're laying. So if you're in, if you've got a business that you want to grow, what are you saying over your, over your business? What are you, what are you speaking even especially over your children? Sometimes, you know, people have grown up and they've heard things like, oh, your daddy was never nobody and his mama was nobody and you ain't going to be nobody either. And we speak those things over our children and we're just planting seeds in, in their lives. And then you're surprised when they go a certain direction, you don't want them to go. But meanwhile, you've been saying that to them. And not only have you been building that into their lives, then you're you're building that into their, into their spirits. And so they have this sense of, of not being able to produce. They have a sense of insecurity. They have a sense that, that they're not going to go anywhere because you put that in their spirit and it has gone from their ears. It's gone from just being in their head and now it's in their heart and that's what they're believing for themselves and therefore that's what they speak. And then you're surprised when that's what they produce. It's time to be mindful of what we're saying and speak the truth. What is the truth? What does God say? That's the truth. What does my faith say? That's the truth. Now, the other the other evening, just a couple evenings ago, I posted on social media a picture of a journal on my nightstand. And for those of you who can see, you see I'm holding up this this journal. And I had it on my nightstand next to a pen. And I wrote something similar to to this. This is what it looks like. This is the nightstand of someone who knows God is speaking even when I'm sleeping. And then I wrote hashtag be ready. God is speaking. God is always speaking. It's whether or not we're listening. And when you're expecting to receive maybe witty ideas and inventions or a word from God or 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 um, a thought, a dream, whatever it is. You want to be ready to be able to write it down. Or, or some people commented on that, on those posts and said, I, you know, I keep my phone next to me. And sometimes I, I get up and I'll speak it into my phone or I'll, uh, 
you know, or use my phone to type to type it in. Whatever you're using, this is saying, you know, be ready, be ready. And this is what I put that there that night. And then the next morning, sure enough, first thing in the morning, download, download into my spirit. I'm believing from the Lord. And this is what I wrote. I wrote thought first thing, Saturday, August 14th, 2021 morning. And as I was recalling what was downloaded in my spirit, I just wrote things go from our heads to our hearts. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And then I put in parentheses, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And most of that is just, not just, most of that is scripture, right? And so what the download was to me, like boom, was we know this. Sometimes you, you know, things are in your head. You have a head knowledge of something, but it, ha it hasn't gone into your heart yet, right? You've got this head knowledge. And that was what I was writing. Things go from our heads to our hearts. And that's important because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You are as you think, not just in your head, but as you think in your heart. So then what happens? It goes from your head to your heart. And then out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Okay, so you say, all right, well, I had a thought. It got in me. It got into my heart. And then out of the abundance of that heart, my mouth began to speak it. Okay, fine. And, and maybe things would be not so serious if it ended there. But it doesn't end there. The next part says, and life and death are in the power of the tongue. So from my head to my heart, out of my mouth, and then it's either life or death. So that's why we need to be careful of number one, what we're thinking on. And then we have to guard our hearts because then it settles in our hearts. And as it's in our heart, it defines who we are. And as it's in our heart, we eventually speak it. And then when we speak it, it produces life or death. So if you're allowing, if you're feeding on that which is good and wholesome and full of faith, that's wonderful because then that gets in your heart and then it comes out of your mouth and then it produces life for you, for your business, for your, for your finances, for your feelings and your emotions, for your family, for the legacy, right? But the reverse is also true. Uh, well, I start thinking, you know, my cousin passed away of this and had this disease. I just know I'm going to get, oh, I was out in the rain. I just know I'm going to get sick. Uh oh, my, my diabetes, my this, my that. And then all of a sudden that thing is in your heart and you're, you know, it's, it's been in your heart because you've been meditating on it. Then it comes out of your mouth and then it produces what you don't want produced in your life. And I want to point out something that I said, notice that I said, my this and my that. I am a stickler for being, for not owning certain things. You know, I'll see people put prayer requests, please pray for so-and-so for, for his cancer. Please pray for so-and-so for his, for his, this, please, please pray for my, this and that. Why would you own these things? I'm not my fear, my fear. No, it's not my fear. I'm not owning it. I'm not confessing it. I'm not going to lay those bricks over my life. Okay. Because the words that I say, that's laying bricks. Okay. What I say 
Those are the bricks that I lay. So it's not my fear. It's not my doubt. It's not my diabetes. It's not my this. It's that. It doesn't belong to me. And I'm not owning it. And I'm not going to speak it. Okay. And I'm not going to speak certain things over, over the people I love. And so, and sometimes people, they, they get frustrated with me because, because I, some, they'll say something like, oh my goodness, this is, oh my goodness, that just, this is killing me. And I'm like, no, it's not killing you. Well, you know what I mean? No, I know what you said. I know what you said. Okay. So you, you didn't mean it, but that's what you're saying. And life and death are in the power of the tongue. Put something on your tongue, whatever you want to call it. Put a rain, put a harness, put, put something on your tongue. Oh man, this is, this is killing me. No, it's not killing you. Okay. It's not killing you. Be careful what you say, because those words are the bricks you lay. And those are the bricks that you're laying over your, your family, especially over your children. And they're going to learn how to speak. They're going to learn how to, how to believe based on what they hear. Okay. So, so I got to ask you, you think this is crazy? Maybe you've experienced it too. Maybe you've, you know, people who said things and then next thing you know, no sooner than they say it, then, then they said it, then they turn around and they're experiencing it. Maybe you've got a story to, to, to tell, you know, I, 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 I want to hear it because it's so vital. It's so important. So maybe you think this is crazy, but I'm telling you, it's not. If you're a person of faith, you should be very, you should be familiar with this because you, you should know what the Bible says about it. And even if you don't, maybe if you're not a, um, a believer, if you're not a Christian, if you haven't read that in the Bible, then, then maybe you ought to look it up. But, but even still, if you're not, you know, walking by with God, still consider what I'm saying. This isn't just for us. This is just for Christians. This is, this is the law of the harvest. It's the law of reaping and sowing. And most of us know that just from a natural perspective. So like I said, even if you're not a, a person of great faith, from a natural perspective, you know that the farmer, he plants the seed and he expects a harvest of that seed. You don't plant one seed and expect a different, a different harvest. Okay. You're not looking for, you know, if you want oranges and you're working on having oranges, you know, you, whatever you have to do to get oranges, if an apple comes up, you're probably going to be surprised you're expecting an apple. You're going to produce after your kind. So if you're, if you're, if your seeds are seeds of doubt and fear and death in them, what do you expect to come up? It's just simply the law of the harvest. And as I said, you always get back more than you put in. That's just the way it works. You don't put in two seeds expecting two, two apples or two whatever. No, you expect a harvest, an abundance, right? And it go, and that's what you're going to get, either good or either bad. But you have to be mindful. And we have got to be conscious of this. Make yourself conscious of it. Even you might even want to say to someone, listen, get yourself an accountability partner and say to someone, hey, if you hear me, you hear me putting down those bricks, like I said, you're building a house. Are you building a house of life? Or are you building a house of death? But you're building right? So you might even want to say to someone, hey, listen, if you hear me saying stuff like something that I shouldn't be saying, then let me know. You know, I said something to someone, um, I wrote something the other day, someone had posted on social media, um, we were praying for, um, we were praying for family members, and, and they were talking about an improvement. 
And then they were talking about other family members who were dealing with the, the um, sickness. And but they used the terms, um, and this is not to, to blast anybody or make anybody, you know, try to be uh, hurtful toward anybody. But but I pointed something out because they used the, they they said so far. You know, things are good so far and nothing, you know, major here or these people so far. And I was like, okay, so let's take the so far off because the so far kind of makes it sound like, okay, now something that something is coming. It's like the song sometimes we sing in church. He's never failed me yet. It almost sounds like we're waiting. No, he's never failed and he won't. It's not, we got a good report so far. We have a good report. We're laying bricks. We're laying bricks. We're building a house of, of, of faith. So let us speak, let us speak words of life. Let us speak words of prosperity, right? Let us build a house we want to live in, okay? With a strong foundation. So again, I put this journal on my nightstand and I had said, this is when you're expecting to hear God speak, even when you're sleeping. And he does, he didn't disappoint. First thing in the morning, it was just there. And this is again what I wrote. Things go from our heads to our hearts. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And I will distill that once more to say this. We get some head knowledge. Doesn't mean it's in our hearts. And that goes for good because we need to get it in our hearts, right? So we get this head knowledge as we meditate on it. And I don't mean freaky new agey meditation. I mean, meditation, like, you know, like the Bible talks about meditating on that, which is good. Meditating on God's word. So as we're thinking on it, as we're, as we're confessing it, um, it, this stuff comes from our heads. It gets into our hearts as it is in our heart. It defines who we are. And then out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks because what's in there is going to come out, right? And then, boom, it produces, it produces, and we want to produce life. And we want those we love to produce life. And we want to speak life over them also. So this is just, it seems simple, but this is a life-changing, uh, this is life-changing, really truth. It's a life-changing truth. And uh, it can be a difficult thing to get a hold of. I think we have to be conscious of it. Write yourself a note, get an accountability partner, whatever you have to do, but be mindful of what you speak. It's a learning process for all of us. And again, some of us need to pray for crop failure because we not spoke something we, we should not have spoken. So we cancel that. We cancel that. We cancel it. Every bad seed, every faulty, cracked up brick, we cancel. And we're going to do our best, we're going to be diligent into to building. We're going to be diligent to build and to plant that which will produce the harvest we want to produce, produce, I should say. So thank you. Thank you for, again, for joining me for the Adrian Ross show and allowing me to come to you with, you know, from A to Z. A to Z. This is somewhere in the middle there between A, A to Z. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for the second episode on YouTube. And if you're listening on one of the major podcast platforms, wonderful. Either way, would you please share with someone, tell them about the Adrian Ross show, invite them to subscribe and also feel free to touch base. Email me, adrianrosscom at gmail.com. 
Yo, hey, you know what else? Check out my On Alma books and check out my other inspirational book called Push Your Way to Purpose. Okay, you can go to my website to order uh, a book or check it out and see if you want to order it. I know you do. And my website is adrianrosscom.com. adrianrosscom.com. I have an online column for subscribers also that's called Adrian Ross. That's at adrianrosscolumn.com. And an online school. Check it out. We got some free previews and I even have a I even have a free course on there also and that's ARC Academy so that's at adrianrossacademy.com and again and again please please leave a review would love to hear your thoughts and also of course I'm on the major podcast platforms but this is a product of the BMG network that is the bmgnetwork.com where we have some wonderful podcasters my colleagues are wonderful on monday you can catch the ken burns show podcast on tuesdays you have the adrian ross show and you also have on facebook live the ken and mike show so check that out on wednesdays we have the pac-man podcast with ted flint on thursdays we have mic'd up with mike hansen and on fridays you're gonna get set apart with KC. You do not want to miss any of those. Okay, that's the bmgnetwork.com. And we have some exciting things in the works. So thank you again for tuning in. God bless you abundantly. The Adrian Ross Show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of The Adrian Ross Show at thebmgnetwork.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode.